Hello. How's everybody doing tonight? So, without further ado, I'm going to start with Nicole, if you want to come up here. Hello. Hello. You thought I was short, huh? <laughs> or that I had a short torso. <laughs> yeah, if you need to adjust, please do. Um, if you want to start just by introducing yourself. Yes. Hi, I'm Nicole. Now, Nicole is here. Uh, she is the new artistic director of the Granite Theater. Um, she has been here. How long have you been here? We officially moved here April 22nd. Uh, I got the job at the Granite January 27th, so I did a bit of commuting from New York City until our house closed and my husband finished classes at grad school. So I want to start there. I like to start all of these conversations off for, for this series with a little bit of ge geographic context. So I like to talk about how you landed here in Westerly. Um, so let's, let's start there. What, what brought you to the Granite and brought you to Westerly all yeah. six months ago? <laughs> so, um, so I produced a series of off-Broadway shows in New York City that ran for six years, and they all closed. March 12th, 2020. Um, my partner, who I produced the shows with, him and his wife moved to Mystic uh, in October of 2020. And once it was okay to see people again, uh, Arthur and I visited them, and we just fell in love with the area. I mean, how could you not? We, we were getting tired of New York. I, you know, I had been there um, at that point, 18 years, and I was, we had two small children ready to move on. Um, and it was the one spot where I was like, wow, I could actually see myself here. There's, there's this beautiful, beautiful area, but also tourism. And I'm, I'm a producer, you know, I, I love people and I need to be in front of people. So that aspect that people were already drawn to the area was really exciting to me. And um, Anthony and I had been working together for 13 years. My best friend, like I, I was excited to you know follow him awkwardly. Uh, <laughs> but uh, and luckily Arthur felt the same way. Um, and then him and his wife jokingly were like, "You should check out Westerly. It might be even more amazing than Mystic." And we drove across the river, parked across from the library, and I look up and I see the Granite Theater, and I'm like, oh my god, that's a, that's a big theater on the top of the hill, it's amazing. <laughs> then we walked into the park, it was August, and we saw the Shakespeare in the park, and then um, then we you know, went through the gorgeous Wilcox Park, saw the United, I was like, this town is so artsy, it's amazing, and I'd never heard of it, and um, yeah, we fell in love. And then we found out that the reason that they told us to come over here was because they wanted to take advantage of the beach pass. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, we we really uh, lucked out. And then, so how I found the granite was in January. We were planning on moving from the city around June, and. I started compi compiling a list of theaters in the area that I wanted to reach out to and say, oh, hey, I'm coming, I'm a director, I'm a producer, can I work with you? And I would, I think the second, granted it was the second on my list, just that's where I was going, 
And I opened up their page to find their contact information, and they said, looking for an artistic director. And I was like, this can't be real. <laughs> and I literally included that in my cover letter. Like, this is probably not real, but <laughs> if you are looking, I might be available. That's crazy. Yeah. That, that's amazing. It, it was am- and they had posted it like three days earlier. It was, it was really, really weird. Serendipitous. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I thought I had thought that you moved here because of the job, not oh. the other way around. Wow. Yeah, crazy. Okay, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit, before talking about the granite and what you've done there and what you're going to do there, let's talk about specifically some of the work that you did do in New York. I know you worked on a show for, for quite a long time. Um, I think you told us it was a show about the history of alcohol. Is that, yeah. is that yes. right? Yes, yeah, okay. yeah. What, can you... What, what was your experience there working in theater in New York, the, the theater yeah. mecca of the world? <laughs> it is. It is a mecca. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I had um, been in, an actress for a while. I did a lot of regional shows, touring shows, a bunch of off-Broadway, and got a little tired of the living out of a suitcase life. Um, so I wanted to put down some roots, and I got really into writing. And um, then I got... Um, I, I'm sorry, <laughs> losing my train of thought, but I, I got into the, like, the finalists of the Disney ABC Writers Program, so then I thought I was going to go the L.A. route, so I went to, out there to go talk to Disney and visited L.A., and I did not like it. Uh, <laughs> so I was, oh, quick, got to change directions here. Um, but I had been working with Anthony. Uh, we had a, a little theater company where we produced workshops of new shows, and since I was getting into writing, uh, we started producing some of my stuff. And then Anthony is the beverage director of the Institute of Culinary Education. And we would do workshops around the country um, where we would turn these teachable uh, moments in mixology into little shows. And he was like, what if we made this into a show? And I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> so um, he wrote um, a 90-minute one-man show that was the history of alcohol from 10,000 BC to the current cocktail movement. And then I added in some funny stuff. Uh, <laughs> and we submitted it to the New York International Fringe Festival, and it got accepted sold out every show. We gave three drinks during the show. You know, <laughs> it's a great show. <laughs> we did a lot, lot of work to make it a great show, but the marketing, I mean, three free drinks. <laughs> um, so we sold out every show, then they encored us, which mean they gave us another five shows. Those all sold out, and then we were at the Soho Playhouse, which was an off-Broadway theater, and they just asked us if we wanted to stay. And it was one of those things where we were like, oh, sure, we'll do this until... It- we don't do it anymore, and then it just kept going. Then we moved to New World Stages, and it was a thing. They put us, like it said in Bible, this way, which was really exciting. <laughs> um, you know, we had billboards in Times Square. It, it was a little surreal, yeah. you know? And, and one of those things where hilariously, we were both getting to the point, like, how do we get out of this? Like, it w- the two of us ran the entire operation, and, and by that point, we had four shows. So we had A Spirited History of Drinking, Day Drinking the Brunch Musical, 
Yes. <laughs> Which opened with a build your own Bloody Mary bar. It was amazing. Um, then Rum and Pirates, which took place on a pirate ship. Uh, which we did around the New York City Harbor. And then in later years, we uh, just built our own ship on stage because that was easier to control than the New York City Harbor. <laughs> um, and then uh, Christmas Carol Cocktails, which was, yeah, I mean, this is just going to sell. <laughs> Scrooge learns about Oh, so it's it's a sequel to A Christmas Carol where Scrooge learns about cocktails, past, present, and future, so he can throw a party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How many show? How many shows did you go? I mean, um, like, how long was your run? So, Spirited History of Drinking ran for six years. I think it was fifteen hundred shows. Wow. Um, yeah, uh, Day Drinking ran three years. Uh, and then Christmas Carol Cocktail started in 2015, but only ran Christmas. And then Pirates... Oh, Pirates also started, I think, in 2015, but ran every summer. Uh, so, yeah, we were, we were busy. And Do you dream those shows every night? <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. You know, no. I had, like, I always had dreams where I would not be able to get on stage, you know? Yeah. And, and there was one, and I always, I knew every show just in case, right? And there was one day where I did a two o'clock show of uh, day drink, oh, yeah, two o'clock show of day drinking, a five o'clock show of Spirited History, and an eight o'clock show of Christmas Carol Cocktails. Wow. Yeah. You're not drinking on stage during those no, shows? No, no, no. And okay. that, like, that, that was something we were not, we were not drunk Shakespeare. <laughs> it was about <laughs> educating yeah, educating about alcohol and safe consumption and appreciating spirits as opposed to shots, shots, shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, that's a crazy run, though. Yeah, no, it was, and it was, it was what I was looking for. You know, I was, I was settled. I didn't have to be in a suitcase. I thought I had my thing, right? I was just looking for someone to, like, maybe give me a day off. Yeah. But <laughs> COVID was like, every day off. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> So you then you you're at the granite now. You talked about you you talked about workshops. You had a a space for doing workshops and workshopping new works. So I'm wondering now at the granite um, what you're bringing to the granite as far as new works or education, um, theater education in particular, and you know how you're kind of taking your experiences in New York and bringing them here and and transforming and kind of bolstering what the granite it has been doing and in new ways yeah yeah so um you know I, again I came from creating a show and building on top of it here I got thrown into a theater that does eight fully produced shows a year which is a giant undertaking for a community theater we have three people on payroll Right. It is a community theater, completely uh, volunteers. Uh, the board is a working board. So it, everyone is there because they love it. And there are stipends for you know, actors and, and lights and sounds, but there are three people, <laughs> right? Um, so I, first and foremost, want to expand the, the children's program, the youth program. Um, because the response we got from Lion King Jr. was outstanding. And I, I really think having them in a program from September until 
June, right? So once a week, you come to a theater class, where, and I'm thinking like six-week courses, right? So we have not just acting, where the kids actually learn all aspects of what goes on at a theater, because I didn't know that. When I got into theater, I was like, oh, I think I want to be in the theater. I guess I have to be an actor. And it wasn't until I was perf professionally performing that I was like, what's that person doing over there? And that's what got me interested. And I remember I had to stage manage the Bible maybe three months in, and I was fighting it. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I need to find someone else to do that. And then I was like, whoa, no, I love this. This is really cool. And I, and at that point, I had been doing theater for a long time to not know what really what a stage manager was about. Um, so that is what I want to make sure that kids know. And you know, in, in Lion King, I had one kid who auditioned, and he had a great audition. And I was like, okay, so what role are you interested in? And he was like, I want to move the set pieces. <laughs> I was like, okay. So not only did he, he totally was my assistant stage manager. He worked very closely with our stage manager, but he is coming in for the last weekend of Guys and Dolls, and he's going to do some, some backstage ASMing. <laughs> That's great. So, and yeah, so that aspect, absolutely. Um, but I have been getting a number of, uh, scripts in from people that are looking for, you know, to produce their show, their written show. So it is something I'm very, very much interested in. Um, I just need to expand slowly and carefully. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What, so what have you done so far since being at the Granite? Wow, Tony, my gosh. <laughs> I mean, sh for shows. shows. For shows. Like, man. <laughs> So how have you moved the needle? Of, no, no, for shows, I mean. Uh, so we started the season with Boeing Boeing, which is a farce. Um, then we did Lion King Jr. Then Girl on the Train, which is based on the best-selling novel. And now we are doing Guys and Dolls. What do you have coming up after that? Next, we have The Boys Next Door, The Nonsense, Elephant Man, and Miracle on 34th Street. And that's all this year? That's all. That's it, all. December 18th, that will be. Or December 17th. I'm, I'm looking forward to taking yeah. a breath on December I, yeah, 18th. I <laughs> that's a lot of shows. Yeah. So uh, as far as education goes, and you know, you talked about um, the importance of education. What's the what do you think the importance of community theater and theater as a, a community space is? I mean, a lot of people hear the term community theater, maybe don't know what it is or have their own idea of what community theater means, but what does that mean to you? Yeah, so, and honestly, community theater is so exciting for me because in New York, I had a product and I had to sell my product. Here in this community, I get to ask the community what they want the product to be, and that is amazing to me, to not have to, you know, fight. Um, so, I just want people in the doors, right? I, I want people talking to me, telling me what shows they're interested in seeing, how they want to, you know, if they want to volunteer, how they can volunteer. You know, at we hosted a chamber meeting right when I started, um, and someone from the Shelter Harbor Inn 
Paula, <laughs> she handed me her card and she was like, I would like to volunteer sometime. And I was like, what do you do? What do you want to do? And she's like, maybe backstage. You best believe she was opening night of Guys and Dolls. I remembered. <laughs> that's, that's great. Yeah. And, and I'm having a ton of people come up to me and say, oh, I painted. Any chance I could paint a future set? Absolutely. And it's just people meeting people and not feeling pressure. I'm really trying to make it fun. Right. So I don't want to burn anyone out so the more volunteers the better <laughs> so do you like working with i mean it's, you're new to the community do you have you found that working with people in that regard and creating that community mindset has has helped you acclimate to the the community in westerly absolutely i'm already meeting a ton of people it's you know it's it's fun like someone passes my house and they beep you know like <laughs> It's, it's crazy to know people already. Um, but, yeah, and and just to see the passion, you know, when someone texts me and they're like, oh, I have a few free days this week. Do you need help? It's, it's amazing, and it's, it's such a different experience than when, you know, New York, when everyone works their specific hours and, and you do not hold them a hair longer. You know, it's, yeah. it's been a wonderful way to really get into the community. And I, I want to you know, keep going to events and meeting more people because of that. And, you know. So I want to talk a little bit about Westerly and, and things you like about Westerly. Um, you said that you, you went to Mystic, you liked Mystic, you came to Westerly. It's funny, that's a through line for a lot of these. A lot of people have said the same thing. They're like, you know, we, we just stumbled into this little town and we were, we were totally sold on it immediately. Um, and you know we moved in and we started our life here. We started our business here, um, and these are a lot of new businesses and, and new people moving to Westerly as well. So, I'm wondering what what do you like? What what have been your favorite things about this community? What are your favorite places to go? You have two small kids, right? Yes, we have a one and three year old. So, how has this community been? You know, bringing in your kids. I mean, have you felt welcomed and excited to uh, to be a part of the Westerly scene? Yeah, I mean, honestly, every day my husband and I are like, we love it here so much. <laughs> it's getting a little awkward. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, and the food is amazing. Like every, t every time you're like, well, this couldn't be better, but it is. There's, this downtown is adorable. And even, you know, my sister is in town and she just took our daughter um, to get ice cream, and she was like, should we go to downtown Mystic? And I was like, no, actually stay in Westerly because there's two ice cream places, and there's more, like, the park is right here, there's ducks in the pond, I feel better about them walking on these sidewalks than I do in Mystic. Like, no, it's it's amazing. It, there's everything you want. I, I know I'm telling people who live in Westerly, <laughs> but like, <laughs> we are just shocked. <laughs> so what are some of your favorites? What are your go-to places in Westerly since being here? Okay, go-to places. Um, so the, oh my gosh, why am I blanking on the name? Um, Junk Java. Well, Junk and Java, yes. We do live right around the corner. That was part of the stipulation of moving from the city. We do live 900 feet from a coffee shop. <laughs> 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 that was necessary. Um, I'm blanking. What is the restaurant here that's open late? Um, the bar? Perks and Corks? Not Perks and Corks. Hi, Hi Hope. There it is. Hi Hope. Hi Hope 
is open after the shows. And I appreciate that. Nice. And the food is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the gelato place is amazing. Um, I love the antique stores. Oh my gosh. Oh, we were just at Amigos the other night. Yeah. No, it's all amazing. Um, I love the library. Is yeah. that silly? <laughs> no, not, a, not silly at all. I went to the beach today. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so I end these, these conversations with the same question, um, which is kind of a, a heavier question, I guess. But um, now that you're part of the Westerly community and you're here, um, I wonder, like, in the next five years, say, like, what, what would you love to bring to Westerly? What would you love to be something that, that you inject into the community and and help bring about or or become a part of or help create in this community yeah that's great um so and i i've mentioned this to carly before is i really really want to get the heads of the art the art installations in this town and and just make us one, and so that we're working together as opposed to, oh no, are they gonna do this before us? Because, you know, not, not in Westerly, but I've encountered that at some theaters within 30 or so miles from here, and it's, it's a little shocking to me, and I, I, don't want, I don't want to fall into that trap. I want everyone to work together to make sure that the community gets what they deserve and we're all in it together. <laughs> From one artistic director to another, I, I agree 100%. <laughs> yeah, that's a huge challenge. Um, and I think all of us working together would be amazing, you know, and, and bolstering what each other are doing, you know, promoting each other instead of against and yeah yeah exactly there's no reason we can't be doing different things no way. all on the same track nope it's yeah. like all of the restaurants in town there's so many restaurants yes. but the more restaurants you have the more people come the more they have options and they can move around it's great so i like that awesome i'm That's looking forward answer. to our lunch tony yes soon <laughs> soon, soon for sure <laughs> <laughs> all right well thank you thank you we look forward to great things <laughs> all right